2: Right. Okay. And the nice, the sultry sounds of Alexis Guerreros. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, good, everybody. Oh, you're listening to the coolie. <laughs> this is not, this is gonna be probably the least sexiest episode yeah. you've listened to. Uh,
0: wait, unless
2: uh, you're in uh, unless, you know, unless you're into some short kings. Yeah, yeah financial kings. Because <laughs> we have uh, uh an exciting episode in store for you. Yeah. Uh we have We're uh,
0: gonna uh, answer a lot of the soccer business questions bis- you've had.
2: You, you need somebody standing on business, bro. Ten, <laughs> this dude is 10 toes, <laughs>
1: okay? <laughs>
2: because we're going to be uh joined shortly by David Sampson of Metal Ark Media. You uh, you seen him on Levitard Show, uh, you've seen him uh, alongside uh, uh, John Skipper, um, on Levitard and Friends Network, talking all the bi- so, uh, sports business, yeah. But he doesn't just talk about this way, he he, te- he, st- he tells you like it is from a business <laughs> point
0: of view. He lets you into the conference room, yeah, exactly. So, some fans are like, well, Yeah, there's in the way it's supposed to be. And he's like, A-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b. yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I hate it, to tell you what I, it really is like. <laughs>
2: There's no way that the majority of our audience is not going to end this episode being like, I don't like that. He's telling me the truth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: Let me keep it the way I believe it
2: to be. <laughs> so, so uh, a, a dope episode of the Cooligans in store. see Cooligans, as always. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, and uh, so, uh, a lot to uh, uh, look forward to in just a moment. But um, yes, the uh, uh, David Sampson. Just a couple quick things. Just a, a reminder, as always, make sure you uh, subscribe uh, to the Cooligans podcast for more. A great episodes uh, that are that are coming up right now. Uh, subscribe to uh, uh, on YouTube as well. So. Every uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get the show, tell your friends. And you know what? If you already subscribed and, and follow and do the whole thing, eh, you're probably thinking, I don't need
0: to hear this. I do I did all that already. Hey, you know what you could do? You could share one of our videos.
2: Exactly. How about that? A little re, little retweet button, repost, post it to your story, do what you gotta mm-hmm. do. I'll go on YouTube, hit the share and send it to your yeah. to, send it to your mother. Huh? <laughs> okay. She probably wants to see it. <laughs> and uh yeah, we we did a little video, a little shout out to everybody that uh had us in their Spotify wrapped. Y'all the best. Y'all are truly the best. So thank you again to uh to everyone so uh yeah we'll get to david sampson in just a moment but it's uh, this is always a good time to remind you during especially during the holidays
0: oh what better time is there to chill a little bit chill out okay you get
2: chill you know have have a nice cold course like before and during this episode you're gonna need it Uh, Okay, and then you
0: know what you're probably gonna be uh, you're probably gonna want to chill even more from all this business talk (laughs) afterwards so good time to have another course like because really this time of year It's the holidays, family, God buying gifts. There's so many things and you're like, ah, I got to do so much.
2: I need to chill Exactly So that's why uh, a nice cold course light Is the move yes. The mountains on the bottles And cans They turn blue When the beer Is cold enough to drink I mean how much more Help do you need It makes it easy for you <laughs> Okay That's what we're here for To relay This important information You look <laughs> at you, you, Sometimes some people They see the 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 blue mountains on, on the can Or the bottle They're like I don't know what this means and I have like, no idea What this I means I have no idea What's going on I have no control Over my own life The only
0: way I know Is I'm holding one In my left hand That doesn't have A blue mountain And it is Room temperature And yet the one Over here In my right hand That has the blue mountain Is freezing ice Cold made to chill
2: And that is the one That's why you listen To this show For us to advise you And counsel
0: you To let you know And may we remind you That green lights Mean go And
2: red lights Mean stop (laughs) Okay Because our audience May be confused With that as well (laughs) So Coors Light Is cold lager Cold filtered And cold packaged It's It's the perfect beer For the holidays Exactly so make time to chill this holiday season and reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com/cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
0: Golden, Colorado.
2: All right, so uh, David Sampson. Uh, host of the podcast, Nothing Personal Go uh, go check that out on the Levitard and Friends Network Right uh, after this interview Right after this interview uh, yeah. So it's nice to have a, a just a co-worker Ooh, come, yeah, come yeah, through yeah. okay? The, just the, the former president of the Miami Marlins you So ba- up <laughs> here is what you're saying okay, Exactly You know, I'm sure our bank accounts are very much alike <laughs> <I'm so> similar, <laughs> You couldn't dude. even tell them apart uh, hey, hey, we never got fired by Gina <laughs> <laughs> uh, So here it is Here's our conversation with David Sampson Look at this! Look at this! We have—is uh, it? Well, I don't know. Metallock royalty. Is that I, at it this is? point, this is our new financial metal-lock advisor. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've
0: seen this man both—you uh, know—take uh, take somebody through a journey of of how business is really done, and I've also seen this person get very upset
2: <laughs> at jokes. So how is this going to go today? <laughs> okay, we are going to find. Uh, the exact lines <laughs> for, for David. Uh, uh, David Sampson, thank you so much David for joining Samson David
0: Sampson is on our show. You're like the most. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've been waiting. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, you Years. did. I was late. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah I yes. was late.
1: Yeah. Not There's my one fault. thing I can't buy, so hold on. <laughs> <up. laughs> Here's the one thing I don't want to hear. Yeah. Hey, I'm so sorry that I'm late. It wasn't my fault. Yeah. Yes, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm so sorry. Uh, I apologize. i behalf be having here for CBS. 30 minutes. <laughs> watching
1: handball. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen,
0: that's your fault. You could have been like, I shut this I was stranded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was ready to start cleaning the suite next door. <laughs> I walk in, and, I, and I'm like, what are you guys watching? And Chris was like, I'm just showing him videos of my brother playing handball. And I'm like, okay, now I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay, I'd like and to give lame. you
1: my imitation while the video of the handball is happening. I'm not looking at anything. Yeah, like this I'm like I'm really important. You just I'm hear basketball to, like, sneakers screeching. <laughs> right? You guys could think of hey, anything else. <laughs> My brother's you know, a lefty. We were. I t- could give a shit. We were talking. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Uh, we were talking about tennis. And I was like, you know what? Handball is yeah. pretty cool. My brother Here, plays quick. handball. Home movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, better than, no. it's better than pictures of my kids. Dude, I'm
0: walking, <laughs> Christian's got a sock on his hand. He's under the desk. He's I'm doing hand puppets. I'm trying to understand <laughs> this man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Thank a business God man. you did not
1: bring out pictures of your kids. <laughs> no. You started with the, hey, we got an eight month old. I'm like.
0: I would have walked in and grabbed you and taken you to a bar to go drink whiskey if I would have looked in here and there was pictures of his kids. I love this. But listen, this, this is uh, – what, what, what is your exact – like what's on the what's on your CV? Like what's on your resume? What is your exact title? Yeah,
1: for,
2: for the uh, the soccer the audience, audience yeah. uh,
1: our audience that may not know of your work. Okay, my name is David Sampson. That part we know. I'm five foot five. Okay, <laughs> didn't need to tell him that.
0: You know, We could have went five nine. We could have done the soccer. thing. Okay, well, it's like the, a Tinder bio. The yeah.
1: weight, the weight. By the way, swipe left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 134 soaking wet. Damn, that's what
0: I weighed in seventh grade, bro. No, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Seriously? Yeah.
1: This is a big kid. I was once. Anyway, okay. Anyway, here's here's a picture of me playing. (laughs) I am a person who ran a major league baseball team for 18 years. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a person who was on Wall Street. I'm a lawyer who never practiced. I passed the bar and then went into business. Nice. I was a newspaper delivery boy in Europe right after law school. Mm -hmm. The first guy to get the New York Times to Europe same day. So I've always had an interest in sports in Europe and an interest in sports in the States and always try to think about the intersection and what would make the intersection more pronounced. And I had no plan on a sports career at all. I fell into it through nepotism and I stayed in it by earning every day that I was there. And when I was fired by Jeter in 17, Derek Jeter is a baseball I, figured. I think <laughs> Brian Jeter. <laughs> or Michael Jeter, the actor, if you know him. And I immediately knew that after 18 years in a World Series championship and hosting an all-star game and building a stadium and trading players and signing players, that I wanted to do what I had done for so many years, and that's be in front of the camera. And so I immediately interviewed agents, hired an agent at UTA, and I started at CBS Sports HQ nice. the first time. Day that it started as an MLB analyst, okay, and I'm still there. And then one day they approached me and said, "How about a show for yourself?" And I said, "Great," but here are the rules: I want total control.
0: Nice.
1: I don't want to get one call about anything I'm saying. I want to do sports and culture and entertainment and politics. And so the you first want total show, control. I'm starting to see why. Derek I Jeter wanted <laughs> total control. I see why Derek Jeter maybe. And uh, <laughs> oh no, I knew that he was going to fire me. It was yeah. great. I got fired. True story. By text message. Nice wow. uh, Buy it by an alert an ESPN.com right. alert. Longtime <laughs> president David Sampson will not return to Marlins, was the text.
2: And to, oh, oh, so it wasn't a text message. It was a and notification. A notification, That's thank you. Worse. It's way worse. Now, yes. he, he's a married
0: man, but previously when he had, you know, I'm not and rendezvous. No, Derek Jeter. Oh, he's uh, not married uh, either. No, everyone got that you were married. <laughs> you said swipe left <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he, he, he And you also like, said, no. I need total control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a, I got a BDSM for you, <laughs> you crushed on. Uh, uh, but Derek Gino, you know, I think, used to send a text notification to the ladies when they woke up the next morning that your, doc, your job here is done. You job, got one. With Hop. the gift bag. Yeah, yeah. I, I, gift That back. was my
1: response. Do I get a gift bag? That's a great <laughs> really? Right. I mean, no sex in the champagne room, but I want a gift bag. What are you willing bag. to
0: do for that gift so, For that
2: best?
1: I was willing to not take a big shit in my office, <laughs> which he took over. That was about all I was willing to do.
2: So uh, amazing. So okay. So uh, anyway, just, that's me. That's, uh,
0: you gotta get an no, idea of who we're talking to. That is a here. great. Uh, you are the perfect third mic for this show. <laughs> by the
2: way. It's a great elevator pitch, right? Are you
0: also kind of under. You got a, a good knowledge of the business side of the sport of soccer, and that's something you and I have dabbled in a little bit in yeah. conversation. But now we have someone who is like really understands what goes on behind doors.
2: Without a doubt. And that is why we've invited you here, yes. David Sampson, to really go through, you know, we have a lot of debate uh, here between us because Alexis <laughs> is generally the guy, whenever there's any business-related issue or capitalist-related issue, I'm just like, you know what, Alexis, you, you're hurting the game. That's not the no, spirit no, no. of the game. Christian
0: is the dreamer, and I am <laughs> a bit more of a realist. <laughs> right. I wish
1: it
2: wasn't that way.
1: I wish certain of these Do things... Do you actually wish it weren't that way?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, like Why? I like because I like, like his version no, no, better. No, no, I yours? like the romanticism of this idea of a sport that was factory working. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> I look, I'm telling you, I play both sides, bro. I get the idea. I like the romantic idea of a sport that you know, is for the workers and for the people. But I don't think people understand that, that that era is long gone. Long, And I'm, this is how I, I'm born and raised in Newark. I'm one of these people that's like, show me what the rules are and then I'll figure out my way to finesse through it. How do we make this to, how do I get this to my advantage? And that's where Christian is and Christian is more of a, but it should be this beautiful right. way. Well, I'm more, and I'm a, like, a, get a, out
2: of an it. An egalitarian you know? mindset, there should be more fairness. It should be a little bit more just. And I, I, I think of that way kind of in society, but in sports I I lean towards that a little bit more than definitely than uh, Mm. Alexis So One
1: of the most important things I learned over 18 years is that not only is sports a business, but it's also the most misunderstood business I've ever been a part of because people view it as their entertainment, they view it as having an emotional connection to the team, to the players, and they think that it is their team. And it's not like when you go into Target and you look at the shelves and you walk up and down the aisle and you think, this is my store. I feel emotional. What do you mean you have no Frosted Flakes and you, (laughs) right, right, right. in sports, you trade a player and you've you've done it to the fan. You've actually, it's like you've hurt the fan. Personally. Personally. Right. (laughs) Like you trade a Cliff Floyd, you rat bastard. Yeah. Yeah, that's my job. So for me, it was a business always for the customer. It's an emotional connection and attachment, and it's very important that whoever is working for the team is not emotional. Because if you let emotions get in the way, you make very bad business decisions. So it's just- this is okay. Sports I just want- is
0: like a strip club.
1: Okay. The guy walking in thinks this
0: girl's in love with him. We right, right, You right. need that mm. in order for the business to survive, but you also have to find a way to make sure that that doesn't really happen,
1: right? Wait, which part? The, the, the girl doesn't really fall in love with like him. The the myth. That's the, Pretty Woman. Yeah, you do want that to happen.
0: Good movie, but does that really happen? <laughs> it's. You know, my favorite part of that movie was the Lotus Esprit that he drove
1: at the beginning. I'm gonna think the car. Everything else. <laughs> so don't Google this, but my. Family, Uh we're all former strippers. We all met in a strip club. Really? It's amazing. I have had relationships with so many people from strip clubs. You can do this too. It's totally real. You have to believe it's real. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Work I'm, a, on I'm that. starting
0: to think you're five four. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a measuring stick,
1: I love you, man. I'm five four and three quarters and I've never I'm, said that publicly. you just getting progressively <laughs> shorter throughout the year. I've never admitted to that. Damn it. You broke through my armor. I got
0: through the We're chain. So mail. close now. <laughs> I'm Alexis P. Sams. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, uh,
2: look, we can start in a lot of different places. So, th- this is just so people, uh, the audience knows what uh, today's show is going to be like. I mean, we're really just going to toss you a lot of business related questions okay. uh, uh, about uh, uh, definitely a lot about soccer, uh, um, contracts, uh, TV rights, and just
1: get a, a sort of a landscape from your perspective on. That's how great. these
2: things uh, kind of happen. That's what
1: nothing personal is. And right. I know you listen to it every day And all the segments fan. I do about soccer. Huge fan. Yeah, didn't know that I do it every day. Didn't right. know what time. But that <laughs> what said- What
0: network is that on? <laughs> I can't remember.
1: I'm always a free agent. So the business of soccer, I just, before we start, I have a serious question. Go for it. I am American and a Jew. Okay. What do I call it? I want to sound cool, so sometimes I say football, but then people think I'm talking about the NFL. And if I say soccer, I feel like I'm not giving it proper credit.
2: Okay, so I'll give, We might have different answers here. So my perspective is, I mean, we saw uh, the late Grant Wall, a billion-dollar goal, and th- and this question comes up a lot. He he was always a soccer guy. And that's what it's called. That's what the English told us to call it. So he just calls it soccer. This is this is. I don't really care. I'm not a person that is going to get mad at anybody for what they want to call it. But this is, uh, the context for me is a little bit important. Like if I, I don't like saying soccer player. I feel weird saying that, but I like saying footballer. So I'll call But that's also
0: a term that's not used by NFL players.
2: Right, right, right. So I feel more easier. So when I'm uh, talking about a player who plays soccer, I say footballer. But when I'm, if I'm speaking to someone from Europe, I'll probably say football. If I'm speaking to American, I'll say soccer. But that's- so when you're
1: doing this show, what do you say? Both. Both. But most I'll of-
2: give you the answer that I now go with. Do
0: you know why the English used soccer until about the late 70s? Do you know why they stopped? No because NASL were buying all their players, and they got so mad that the media stopped saying the word soccer, because it was associated more with NASL. So they got a little bit butthurt, and they started using the word football again. Soccer is just association, and association rules football, which is their version. I didn't realize it was so yeah. new. So that's it, it's really, they have a show yeah. called Soccer AM Soccer Saturday, so the fact that we, they needed to get their money up. They got mad that we were spending <laughs> money to get their best players. So for you, I would say, say soccer, because it shows them how they should have been spending their money.
1: I'm. Th- 100% gonna go with soccer now. Let's go, Because Me that too. totally takes the stress away.
0: Now, if you get beat up in England, do not blame
1: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it, I've never been punched with this mouth. I've never what? thrown a punch or been punched my entire life. That, that does a-
0: explain your personality though.
1: No, I can talk. I can talk my way out of anything. Yeah, you and I grew up very similar. Who's gonna I mean,
2: who's gonna punch? Who's gonna punch a four foot six man? That's <laughs> horrible. Five, they four foot five and three quarters. <laughs> Goddamn uh, So okay, so uh, th- this is uh, probably where we'll start. Uh, you know, we talk uh, about Major League Soccer quite a bit um, on uh, on your show with John Skipper. I one of one of the. Episodes I really enjoyed was when the uh, MLS Apple TV deal uh, came out, and you guys uh, spoke about it a lot. And and John Skipper was a former uh, uh, president of ESPN, so you guys have uh, just a great intimate knowledge,
0: really, of how this all works. Yeah, because and mm-hmm. I really
2: love the conversations about from from uh, from a team president to, uh, uh, you know, a guy who ran a network and what those negotiations were like. It's a lot of fighting. It was a lot of fighting, <laughs> but there's, um what, one of the things that I, it, it, you know, the MLS deal was, what, 10 years, uh 250 million? No, it's uh, a billion. Billion, a billion, whatever, a whole lot of money. um But one of the things of, like, how to get to that number, how to get, how do you evaluate what a league is worth and when you try to sell it to a network that is going to, broadcast it it things get weird as far as like Mm -hmm. numbers what do numbers mean year over year percentage this so when when from the from the team president perspective is it simply just like I'm gonna just try to fleece these guys for as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> or <Hold on>. that
0: laugh means yes, by the way, folks.
1: I resemble that yeah. implication. <laughs> it's it's you say that, but when you're selling something, you're always trying to get the most money. Yeah, that's not course. fleecing. That's called selling. Yeah. So let's frame it that way. Okay. Now, are you talking streaming versus traditional rights? because the world has changed. The Apple deal with MLS is not a traditional rights deal no, that's by the first, any stretch. That's
0: the first global OTT deal ever.
1: And so the interesting thing is that Apple, they took the rights of all their teams. MLS said, you can't go out. Yankees, you can't go out. Dodgers, you can't go out. Marlins, you can't right. go out. And those are baseball teams. I got you. I'm what, Dominican, yeah, he's Cuban, Cuban. we do we oh, do we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we <laughs> what, talk about soccer. That's crazy, right? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Do you speak Spanish fluently oh, no, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we no. could do this in French? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just be plat. We plait. Oui. <laughs> can do it in French. <laughs> this is an intellectual free zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, to the cool. That's right.
0: Our audience's are, their heads already hurt from <laughs> you using big words.
1: Lowest <laughs> common denominator. Yeah, yeah That's where we are, right? <laughs> okay. So, what Apple's doing is they are trying to figure out a way they they were looking at major league soccer looking at major league baseball they have a goal their goal in mind is content their goal in mind is to get people to pay for the content their goal in mind is to find people who are paying x and get them to pay x plus y there's another company doing that called amazon Mm -hmm. where you're a part of amazon prime because you like to get your packages fast but then you want to watch your movies you give another Mm 3.99 and then you want to buy something else on Amazon. So everyone is trying to find different ways to get more of your money Mm -hmm. with you getting convenience in return. That's the object of the game. How do I get more for my customer? How do I eliminate the middleman? Apple said, here's what we're gonna do. Let's find some sports. Because we've got movies, we're doing original stuff. We're, We're showing movies that used to be in theaters. We have music, all the things in Apple. We have phones, they they built an entire company. What didn't they have? Sports. Sports. And they, along with Amazon, along with Netflix, all of these streamers are trying to get into quote unquote live sports because it's DVR proof, which is the old man's way of saying it is real content that people want right when it's happening because of betting, because of fantasy, because of being in the know. When you're talking about a game, you don't talk about it three days later. You talk about it as it's happening and when it's done. It creates engagement. When I'm watching a show with you, I'm older than you guys. In the previous life, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Appointment TV, it used to be called. And advertisers would pay because everyone at 8 p.m. was in front of their TV watching something and then talking about it and then talking about the commercials. There's no such thing as appointment TV anymore. People watch it whenever they want to however they want to, and it's taken away that sort of engagement. Sports isn't like that. That's appointment. That starts at a certain time. That ends at a certain time. God bless football for doing that, because baseball (laughs) doesn't do that. God bless soccer, I'm changing, sorry. (laughs) But it is, there's start times, there's stop times, there's guaranteed content hours and guaranteed people. How do you get people to sign up to watch soccer on Apple? Do you think it's a coincidence that the very year that they're starting and doing these deals. That someone like Messi comes to Major League Soccer. Absolutely
0: not a coincidence. <laughs> it,
1: it is. It is a business plan. The business plan is to find an anchor tenant. It did. It didn't have to be Inter Miami. Messi and his family just wanted to be in Miami. Yeah. He could have gone to Columbus, mm-hmm. and it would have had. It would have been the same exact deal, because the Apple Probably model. Right now for his wife. <laughs> she would have been like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> right? I mean, We're that's, moving where? <laughs> that's the story with Beckham yeah. in LA. Uh-huh. That wasn't a coincidence when he went to LA. Yeah. These are family decisions when players or wives. Anyway, side note Albert Pujols, you know who that is? Of, of course. course. He's very famous. You should. Yes. His wife didn't want to come to Miami. That's why the Marlins didn't sign him. He had agreed to play for the Marlins as a free agent. And right at the end, the wife said, LA, not Miami. And I woke up the next morning and he was an angel.
0: He was in Anaheim or California. Yes, yeah. LA. Yeah.
1: LA Angels. So the power, what do you think? Do I have to take a live call? Why not? I mean, it's hey, a- uh, Levitard, I'm actually <laughs> live on Cooligans right now. I'm going to have to call you back, okay? Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, well, you know what? That counts as Dan calling
2: hey, a the he yes, has he.
1: not done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Cooling featuring in. Dan Levitar. <laughs> with Dan David in. Samson. Yeah, yeah. He was like, who? <laughs> 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 David, <laughs>
2: David, we're not even going to put you on the YouTube thumbnail, <laughs> dude. You <laughs> you <laughs> Dan is going to be. No, one, we'll
0: have you at the bottom. By <laughs> <and then
1: we'll
0: laughs> the way, with the big <laughs> X on my face.
1: It was going to be Samson, and then yeah. it was Levitar. Yeah. <laughs> do, okay. I, so it wasn't a coincidence yes, that Messi comes, and now it's created a big business where people are willing to pay. This is the concept: How much will you pay to watch a player you want to watch play?
0: Right, but if you're Apple, you're beholden to your shareholders, and in order to do that, you have to show growth. When Messi goes, there is not another Messi,
1: and they have this Everyone deal for says ten that. years. You hope that's not the case, but there are outs in the deal. There are places where Apple and MLS and that deal could go away. And if I'm an owner in MLS, I want optionality because I want the idea and the concept of really maximizing my own revenue. And if I'm a big time team in MLS or I can get a big time player, I'd like to be able to keep that money and not share it. And that's the fighting that goes on between owners. Revenue sharing is the concept in baseball. Yeah. Well, in did foot- you
0: know that MLS is a single entity? Yes, Okay. okay. It's,
1: but but it is a single entity legally. But the value of teams are different, yes, and the entry points are different for people buying. That was the whole Beckham Inter Miami. He got an option of 25 million dollars to own an MLS team. It's crazy, they're
0: half a million, right? Which
1: is crazy. When he did it, it was about 200 or 250. So he had immediate appreciation, Mm -hmm. which is why he was he took so many years because he was going to get it done,
2: yeah. And and there was like a deadline, and those last that last year, he was like, Okay, we're I don't care. You know, the Moss family. Yes. The we could be, <laughs> <laughs> be the
0: Sheboygan Wingbacks. Exactly. I right.
2: don't care. Who you <laughs> miss, We're get getting scene. in here. <laughs>
1: Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront
0: payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
2: Alright, there's a couple
0: other things I want to go through. Let's talk about the, let's stay in soccer though. Let's yeah. talk about International soccer, this is something that a conversation that gets had all the time. We, we had uh, Robbie Musto, who calls the games on on NBC in the Premier League. Uh, we, we talked about this and we said the issue with the Glazers in particular, who own Manchester United mm-hmm. uh, and obviously own uh, teams in the U.S. The fans hate him and them, I should say. They, they hate the family. Who do the fans like? Yeah, that's a great point, uh,
2: <laughs> but definitely not the Glazers. Okay. They're well, not even on the list. The fact that we hear their names so often means that they are disliked more than other owners in the league. One of the big reasons they're
0: hated is because of the lack of footballing decisions made. They put a banker in as that director of football. Obviously, that doesn't work out. He's a money guy. He's great with sponsors, doesn't know how to make decisions for the, on, uh, the, the players on the, bench, on the pitch. On the pitch. On the club. Yeah, the club level <laughs> stuff. But the big issue also is that they've... There's something in business, and you know what this is, where you the amount of debt you're willing to carry raises the the value of your business. If you are able to carry X amount of debt, that means that that uh, you know banks trust you. So that means the value of your business has grown. That seems the game they're pl- be the game they're playing. They they maximize the amount of loans they could take, and they took all that as almost profit for themselves, or I should say, they took that well, as for other for business interests. Sure, yeah. for other business interests. But now the fans are upset that the club is over leveraged.
1: Why are fans upset
0: about that? Because it 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 doesn't. They're in a, not winning. No, in a sport like soccer, it doesn't allow your or, or football in, in the Premier League. It doesn't allow you to make big purchases. It doesn't allow you to buy expensive players. It doesn't allow you to be as fluid in the market. This is their belief,
1: right? But okay. it's all about winning, isn't it? It's all about if winning. man. You were winning when people still hate the Glazers. Not at all. When they were winning, they hated them still. So this is my problem. This is my issue. I. This is why I don't pay attention to fans and what they think about me or about owners because by definition, we're not gonna be liked. A president of a team, is it's not a popularity contest. So I, sorry to interrupt you, but the Glazers, no, they are they're, they're winning, they're not winning, they borrow money, they take money, they're rich, they're not rich. I always thought that fans at the end of the day wanted to care about the results on the pitch. And it turns out in the Premier League, it wasn't always the case. And I went to Liverpool and they were calling for Tom Hicks's head. They right. were doing parades to get rid of Tom Hicks. I don't know if you remember that. I don't yeah. remember those, yeah, no. This is. Do you remember the name Tom Hicks? Yeah, he yeah, used to know. own yeah. Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, now and it's he, Fenway Sports Group. Correct, yeah. now it's John Henry. Yeah. And Tom Hicks owned the Texas Rangers mm-hmm. and then bought Liverpool. And he was so unpopular in Liverpool. Why? Because their view was we could be doing better than we are. That's the fans view always. We can be better than we are now. The Glazers are saying, we're making money, we're building the value of the asset, and we win plenty. I agree with that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a it's interesting. Look, Manchester United just lost <laughs> lost in uh, in Champions League, and
0: they got booted from Europe. They yeah, so fans
2: heard. are are absolutely livid because there's something kind of what you were saying before the emotional tie to the team and to almost like their own self esteem like the the if the team fails i fail as a person as well for supporting them you know and even earlier on you you mentioned um fans you also you, you mentioned customers in soccer that's like a slur this is a slur you can't call fans customers almost at all you they're supporters they're supporters and 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 I know from a, from a, the business side, of course, that that word has to be used. But there's there's something that is so much more, I think, tribal in in England. Well, they feel and like in, their, in dollar,
0: their dollar. isn't saying I'm in, I'm going to go interta- I'm going to go get entertainment. Uh, so that's a customer, a supporter saying I'm giving mo- money towards the club to keep the club
1: alive, to keep the club winning, to keep the club going forward. I laughed, and this is really going to be funny in my mind, (laughs) when Chelsea was for sale, all of these Americans were trying to buy it. Mm -hmm. Remember, Todd Bowley ended up with it, but the Ricketts family was a bidder. And everyone was jumping all over themselves, these Americans who owned other teams, to fly over and meet with supporters. (laughs) And they would take the microphone and say, I'm committed. To following through and having meetings with all of you supporters <laughs> meanwhile in the background their toes are crossed their fingers are crossed and going like that yeah they could give a flying rat's ass <laughs> but they felt as though that's what they had to do in order to be the chosen buyer yeah. do you remember that's what it was yeah yes yeah, yeah. is todd bowley does he spend his days meeting with supporters no, no he it's not. a joke. No one was ever going to do that. So I appreciate that they want to be called supporters. That's adorable. <laughs> They're customers <laughs> and the owners. And I'm sorry to tell no, you, dude, you but balls. this <laughs> is how it is. I'm sorry, is but there, I'm
0: right. Can, can you view it from the fans' perspective that you've over leveraged the club too heavily in debt? It makes it dangerous. It makes it, you know, sort of uh, tentative. Can you see that viewpoint?
1: Are you not in the market for players who you would normally be in the market for because the leverage is so high because of financial fair play? Are there players who have not gone to Man U? Forget the football decisions. I'm talking about business where a player was not affordable because of the amount of leverage.
0: Maybe you can't blame the leverage, but you could say they weren't in the market for, say, a Jude Bellingham who recently also said no to Liverpool and went to
1: uh, Real Madrid.
0: You and could What say, was his
1: reason for that, would you guess?
0: P- I, probably the, the, the regalness of Real Madrid. The oh, history so not the money, not the package? Not, no, I'm, uh, I, he got a
2: significant Yeah, I mean, it's that. possible that that was a factor, but I, you know, who... Who could really I guess say I'm he cynical? Never really said, but it's yeah. also yeah.
1: strange in, in the world of soccer, you're not just competing with other teams in the Premier League. You're competing with Saudi competing with Saudi Arabia. You're competing the with world, yeah. Syria and all the other leagues. And I always found that to be strange because in Major League Baseball, I'm not competing with the independent leagues. I'm not competing with the Korean League, the Japanese League. I'm not yeah. competing with anybody except the other 29 teams. Mm-hmm. And in soccer, I always found it strange that you could be subject to someone, hey, I really don't want to be in the English Premier League. My family, I'd rather be in Spain. So that is something that is not a part of North American sports.
2: So I I think that because of that factor, then that's why Manchester United or just any club has to think more about not just the business decision. They have to think of like uh, uh, their public relations. They have to look at uh, like the brand and how they present themselves so that they globally. Can, yeah, globally. Yeah, globally, so that uh, uh, players can feel like it's a more attractive uh, destination. So th- th- this is why the... Um, the romanticism around the sport, this is where it becomes an advantage. Because you almost have to like fool the player to so make him think... To
0: think Manchester's a good place to <laughs> But do they get fooled? <laughs> they right. do. Angel Di Maria, who's a very famous uh, player, uh, Argentinian, uh, w- came through the Benfica system in Portugal. His wife was very... Uh, very upset at the living standards in in Manchester, and basically said like all the women are pasty and they drink too much beer. Everyone looks old. It rains every day. I hate it here. And he got like you know he was almost like outcast from the team because that's of this. terrible.
1: Yeah, I had some of the most fun I've ever had in Manchester. No, Manchester is a party, so it's a party. Yeah, and it's I. I've, they are pale. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so my answer to that is everyone is the same color when the lights are out. So <laughs> Not the no, ankles and elbows. <laughs> I just. When I don't even know
2: when I'm squeezing over When here. you're at a bar in you Manchester. You did me your whole family in the strip club, <laughs> <and> the <laughs> lights are out. That's one of those like, you know. Uh, we're, we're all the same height. We're all down, the same height horizontally. Down, yeah, Dude, the I use, he says, by so. the way, I use that
1: every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's I always like dating <laughs> taller women for that reason. Really? I said, let's test my hypothesis. This <laughs> <laughs> kid's
0: on, uh, you know, volleyball, OK Cupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, next up. OK. Um,
1: in baseball. We d- barely
2: touched on Todd Bowley, though. Well, we mentioned. Well, today. yeah. You, you, how how you, Do you know Todd Bowley? Yes. Uh, how, how he's one
1: of the owners of the Dodgers. OK, OK. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to be the number one guy. He wasn't the number one guy with the Dodgers. It's a guy named Mark Walter who's in the news now because of the Otani deal. Right. And he's now the key man. If Mark Walter goes, then Shohei Ohtani can opt out of his contract. I couldn't even believe that provision. <laughs> <laughs> For Whoa, your audience real? who hasn't heard about that, there's a clause in Shohei Ohtani, a baseball player. a $700 yeah.
0: million dollar deal. He signed
1: $700 million over 10 years, but right. it's payable over 20 years. Smart, they deferred man. a lot of money. Right. So Bobby Bonilla's contract. Million. had no interest, though. And Shohei Ohtani put a clause in the contract that he can opt out and become a free agent again if they fire the president of baseball operations, a guy named Andrew Friedman, in the next
2: 10 years, yes, my man's going to have his job
0: forever. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'd be like, yo, just do me a favor. Go take a shit on your desk. I, want to get a <laughs> I did a show last week,
1: a nothing personal show last week. And the word of the day, I do word of the day was job security. And it's two j- words. <laughs> um, it's a, the phrase, as a matter of fact, you're right. Coco, my producer would not allow it as a word of the day because it was a phrase, <laughs> screw that. Job security for Andrew Freeman was amazing because as the president of operations, it's unheard of that a player would want you that badly. But what Todd Bowley wanted so much was to be the number one guy. And with the Dodgers, he wasn't. And he said, wait, with Chelsea, I can put a group together and I'm gonna do it all. I'm gonna be front facing. Dude, and he made a wish on the monkey paw, dude. This is here. <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Why would anyone do this if you're just gonna be
2: so vehemently hated? So is it veh- okay, I, I don't think he's vehemently hated,
1: but okay. I can tell now, you now, as both- a Chelsea
0: fan, he's vehemently <laughs>
1: hated. Are <laughs> you know, out of your mind? Vehemently Is I mean, it that- keyboard hate? Because That's I, a good point. here's something I'd like to say. Do you get booed at work? <laughs> so no. <laughs> okay. I get booed online when I did my job. Right. But when people saw me, they'd want a picture or an autograph. Once in a while, there'd be someone who would engage in a conversation and maybe have a bit of an issue. The quick story is I was walking in the ballpark and this guy was mean to me and booed me. And he had a little kid with him, his own child. And I immediately stopped, went to talk to the father. And I said, I'm just curious, we've never met. I'm David Sampson. He said, I know who you are and I don't approve of what you're doing to my baseball team. And I said, hi, how old is your child? Seven. I said, this is amazing. You're with your dad at a game? Yes. Who's playing? No idea. Who's winning the game? No idea. Who's David Sampson? No idea. Why are you here and having fun? I'm with my daddy. The dad said, ooh, interesting. And that's always been my feeling that you can hate an owner or a president, but don't not go to games because of that. You're making memories with your kids or with employees or with friends. Right. It shouldn't impact you. You hating Todd Bowley? That's right. Kill that them through you. their kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hell what yeah. I need to do, dude. It's good business, dude. No, no, this, hey, this,
2: this is the kind of emotional manipulation yeah. we need in a good yeah, businessman, yeah. yeah.
0: Do yeah. not put that in the dating
2: book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Emotional manipulation. Yeah. I'd rather put the lack yeah. of ability to commit. Yeah, yeah. I put that right there, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, right up front. Come on,
0: you're making memories with me, Daddy. <laughs> uh, Who is your Daddy? daddy. <laughs> Fifty-five going on twenty.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's a little blue yeah. pill. Yeah, you're like that's living just in, in, in a my dangerous world. So, while I read these
2: spreadsheets. Sorry, that's <laughs> Elvis <laughs>
1: Costello's song.
2: <laughs> Interesting enough, Todd Bowley uh, also tried to buy the washington spirit the nwsl team and uh, lost that bid was rejected i don't know
1: specifically why they didn't reject it or he got outbid
2: oh i don't actually did he get outbid by I, that I'm not i sure. can't remember i, I remember I people not being uh or they didn't want to sell to him i think it was something like i forgot the exact uh, uh issue but that this is where i first started hearing his name and it was like you know he couldn't buy the washington spirit uh, an nwsl team and then
1: he, now he's the owner of chelsea which was just such a what he, a jump. Jump! It's one of yeah. the most iconic brands in the world. Yeah. Sports.
0: And but They've if, won every trophy that's available to them. No team has ever done that before. They even won, Man U? Yeah. Man U has never won Club World Cup, if I'm not
2: mistaken. Yeah, Club World Cup. Yeah. There's
1: so many damn trophies in soccer. It's a lot of trophies. <laughs> yeah. I have a very hard time. Like when Messi joined Inter-Miami, I was trying to figure out how all that was working. And all of a sudden, Messi was not playing a regular season game. They yeah. were playing for some trophy. Cup. and then Cup. A Leagues Cup. And then he's back playing a regular season game. And then he's hurt. And then they're... Open Cup, U.S. You Open keep, Cup. Uh, U.S. Open Cup. There's we a lot of trophies. Tra- they we, you, <laughs> The fans. The Can fans. they keep Those track of all, all of them? I don't <laughs> I do. hate I fans. I don't really joke. <laughs> I, I need done. fans. Yeah. I just don't use them to help me understand whether I'm good at my job.
0: So for Todd Bowley, though, what is the what is the financial or the business reason you buy a club? What was the price he paid for Chelsea? Do you remember? I don't know off the top of my head. I'll look.
1: So it's ego. There's an ego premium for but all he on, But he
0: spent a billion. 5.4 billion. 5.4, 5.4 billion. He spends a billion in the transfer market, or a billion has been spent, or near a billion. What What is the point of doing that if... Even if you win, are you really growing the value of your asset by that much? How are you getting that money back if you're not really allowed or really able to pull profit out of the business?
1: I mean, this is a pretty deep business conversation that I, I would only say if you're reading $5.4 billion, Todd Bowley did not write a $5.4 billion Obviously, check yes. to mm-hmm. the owner of Chelsea. But he's on and the hook for that. So he's on the hook for what he borrowed. Any acquisition debt, mm-hmm. as long as the value of your team is greater than the amount of acquisition debt, then you're always gonna be okay. You may lose your equity, but at least you're not going bankrupt, at least you're not gonna give up your other assets and the things you own. So when you're buying something, always make sure it's worth more than what you're borrowing to buy it. Right, almost for a lot of people listening,
0: imagine you sell your car and you owe more than what you got for it. Now you're screwed. Because now you owe the 10. I'm just trying That's to That's so simple. nice of you to explain that. Yeah, I got you. I, I you.
1: respect the audience. I know that yeah. you understood that without Alexa. that explanation. <laughs> I was
0: saying it so that he could tell me if I'm wrong or not so that I know I understood it. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Picture a house. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Right. Alexis yeah. wishes he could pat every audience
0: member on the head. Right? Right. All, right. All right. So listen, guys. There's four fish. Okay? You buy two fish. God. How many fish are yeah, left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The train's going 40 miles an
1: hour. <laughs> hey, we could earn more money. We could do... Test prep for your fans. Ooh. Like we could get them ready for work tests and for evaluations. <laughs> like, right, to nothing it. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> business but opportunities like <laughs> with David this is We got it. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah. But the answer to your question is just, okay, so the acquisition. Debt. So he borrowed money to buy the team, mm-hmm. which is absolutely normal. Mm-hmm. That is what owners do. And what you're asking is, is there a chance that the team won't be worth more tomorrow than it was today? More
0: of what What gives him the, What? what is the business decision that gives him an idea to spend
1: a billion more? So when he bought the team, he had projections mm-hmm. where he included money in his mind of what the team was worth, what he was gonna pay, what he was gonna borrow, that included money he was gonna spend on player acquisition. Mm-hmm. It's a different question whether he spent it on the right players, and I think it's clear the answer is no. Right. But I hate when fans, and I'm gonna use the word hate as a strong word, when you complain your owner doesn't spend, and then your owner does spend, and you complain he doesn't spend correctly. Sorry. You only get one complaint. If Then the department closes. Oh,
0: you pulled it too early. The you suggestion early. box is full. Oh, we got, that's exactly we got, that's there's it. There's only one thing in there and you put something it's in there. It's a pretty
1: good thing to say that my owner doesn't spend and I'm upset about that. I can respect that and I was the victim of that often because our payroll was so low. But then we spent a bunch of money and the team ended up still sucking and then we had to trade everyone and it made them hurt, it made me hurt and this back in Florida in 2012, mm-hmm. but I always would say to fans when I'd see them, well, which is it? Are you upset that we don't spend or are you upset that we don't spend correctly? And if you're upset that we don't spend correctly, I'll wear that. Yeah. My job is to try to identify players who are going to win. Todd Bowley didn't sign these players expecting them to lose. Right. He didn't tank it. Like I'm going to sign and purposely make sure I spend a billion and not win games. He wants to win because it's big ego to win these cups and these trophies or the championships and the rings that you get in North American sports. That's why he did it. The fact that it didn't work, he still gets credit for it. Is that really all it is, just an ego play? Oh, you have the ego premium for teams. There is no math that makes Chelsea worth an enterprise value of 5.4 billion. It does not exist. You can't do a multiple of revenue, a multiple of EBITDA, which is another way that assets are bought and sold there is no rationale for what sports teams are worth in North it, America or in Europe
0: uh, before in what is it earnings in, earnings before, before interest, interest in, depreciation,
1: yeah. taxes and amortization yeah. It's, wow. it's fancy accounting. It's a way that I can run a business and show you that we're losing money or I can show you that we're making money. I can pretty much show you anything you want. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> tell me what you need. <laughs> no. <laughs> no problem. What websites are you going? <laughs> That's it, right? No, it's uh, and it's not none of it's illegal. This is this is how accounting is. You can fire somebody. This is the crazy thing in baseball. The way you amortize and depreciate contracts. I can release a player who I owe 5 years of money to and I can take all the expense this year and then show profit next year and a bigger loss this year because I need it for tax breaks because I have income somewhere else. So there are players who can get- I need (laughs) a new accountant. You have no idea how much I love this. There are players who can get released because of the tax benefit to the company, to the team, to the parent organization, that's needed for other parts of the company. It's f- absolutely fascinating, bro. bro. I, Let's I, get
0: I, bank I, accounts in
1: Panama. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> no, that that. I'm, um, you know, J.P. Morgan. Hell yeah, <laughs> sponsor.
2: Sam Bagman, free is my home. Free, <laughs> free my man. Free my man. Free him. Okay, uh, real quick. So I just want to ask about uh, Shohei Ohtani, and obviously we we've spoken it briefly on that deal and those ten years, but I I want to also talk about the uh, MLS designated player rule, right? Mm-hmm. They are the, the, the rule is, for anybody who just does not know, there are three players that basically don't affect the salary cap. They're not adding a fourth, they've said it. The, and, and that's stupid. the thing. Don Garber, right here, right? Don Garber, stupid. The
1: owners didn't want it.
2: Right. So, which is even dumb. <laughs> <So,
1: laughs>
2: Don, Don Garber said at the State of the League address, uh, uh, right before MLS Cup, that they were not going to be adding a fourth DP. And with the introduction of uh, Messi, Busquets, and Alba, everybody's like, all right, this is, this is now we can go real flash, get flashy, get big players. So this... Decision and you and you kind of alluded alluded to it there. The owners didn't want it, but what is you know American soccer fans are so desperate to be able to compete with Premier League. And, and I'm Liga. gonna give you my pitch after
0: your answer as to why we should have.
1: And and it's so, so. Where's the money? Where's the money coming from? Ticket prices, broadcast revenue, from the owner
2: egos that want yeah. to want
1: these trophies. Right? Right. <laughs> it's, a, There's, it's a
2: dick swinging contest.
1: There is nothing Swing. worse than owners who spend money they don't have and then win. The San Diego Padres spent money they didn't have and lost. That's the best kind of owner. Everybody in baseball was rooting for the Padres to lose last year because of how irresponsible they spent. They were rooting for the Mets to lose because of how irresponsible the owner of the Mets was. Owners who are supposed to be partners root against each other when someone is an actor doing things that they don't want to have to do. If you make a fourth designated player, do you think that you would like it if your owner did not have four designated players? I would, I would not you like would it. You would demand four. Of course. So therefore, I don't want to be put in the position where I have to sign another guy and pay him, make it three, and then I'll have three. And if I have two, then you can complain about me. But don't increase it to four. That's why they didn't do it.
0: Okay. Now, here's why I think this is dumb. Uh MLS is now a globally broadcast brand. It is not bound to any geographical uh blackouts or anything. It's we don't care about the ratings in here or there. It's getting the world to watch this product. We have one player that is recognized worldwide, one. Granted, it's the big nut. It's the big one, right? But how are you going to get some of these other non-inter Miami matches to be viewed? If we start to expand out the type of player we can bring in, we can build a product that will grow in market share around the world, which makes Apple happy, which grows our value, which brings all – it's that rising tide that lifts all boats. If we stick to three, there's a less likelihood that we're going to get to that point where we're bringing in players of the ilk that people from other countries that have a richer – a richer league in their in their own country to okay. watch our product.
1: I love where your head's at, mm-hmm. and I w- would you like to consider one thing, mm-hmm. which is what owners have done is they've taken expansion money, so they've expanded MLS, and every time an expansion team is named, this is why they're called a Ponzi scheme. There's a well, why <laughs> a lot that? of fans say MLS is a Ponzi scheme because the only revenue we're making is when new teams buy in. Okay, so when I have a payroll that's set, mm-hmm. I have revenue. That goes with that expense. Right. If I So you're able to increase, track your expenses in the future. And you can say, I, my expenses will be blank. Which is critical because when you're getting people to pay expansion fees, mm-hmm. they have to believe that they have the money to run the team once they get the team. And if you have four designated players, that's players outside of the salary cap. Salary cap is something that gives you some sort of guarantee of what your expenses, is, like a cap on expenses. Mm-hmm. But if there's an extra designated player, that is to get you above the salary cap. Mm -hmm. Do we agree? Mm -hmm. Yes. So there's a difference between the Sounders who sell out and can charge fifty dollars per ticket, and the and name another team, Columbus, who doesn't sell out, or if they do, they do. Name a team that doesn't sell out, Colorado, Colorado, with smaller ticket prices. Yes. So when those two are competing, it creates a big gulf. Think Yankees and think Miami Marlins.
0: Okay, but do you remember the era before Cincinnati Bengals got to the to the Super Bowl when they were perennial losers? They still turned a profit. It's even more exacerbated Why? in MLS Why? because revenue share They shared all the Same revenue. Same thing in MLS. It's a single entity. We all taking we're all taking a There's certain percentage different of the price pod. points
1: of entry for the owners though. But they all share that money. When someone paid for half a million, half a billion dollars for a team, they all split that money. But you're paying debt service on a team that you bought for five million, and the guy next to you is paying debt service that he bought for five hundred million. That's why in baseball, people are buying these teams for billions now. They've got far different views of how the league should be run than the people who've owned right. their team since the yeah. '70s, who bought the team for 10 million.
2: Which is uh, Colorado Rapids are, are a great point because Stan Kroenke, who also owns oh, Arsenal, who also owns Arsenal, Rams, and everything. Um, he the, the, the complaint is always the, there's no interest in almost growing the roster, uh, you know, getting players because he gotten he's been in the league for a long time. The older owners are like. No, this is why I think this is where I think Alexis and I sort of disagree. I think MLS is learning and we've we've interviewed people that that started MLS and and have been involved in like the failure of NASL that they don't want the same thing to happen to NASL. with uh, a league how long fold. are we going to
0: use that as an excuse? No, no, I'm just saying I'm a,
2: a, I just think that MLS is doing something uh is financially responsible, even though the fans may not love They're it. They're too conservative. It's like putting on eight condoms. Right. they are not going to feel it. That's where from, so I do so agree. I, I think they are too conservative. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where I, I'll find agreement. <laughs> we <zoom in> on. <laughs> I are we done Sin? <laughs> <laughs> we are done. The last thing I just want to ask you. You uh, I obviously watch Levitard and listen to Levitard. Uh, You have your. No wonder you have
1: no money, no savings.
2: (laughs) You're going eight at a time?
0: (laughs) That's the point I'm trying to make here. Stupid.
2: Your sense of taste and smell has
1: not returned since you had COVID. Uh, No, not in food or in company. (laughs) We will end right there. What's the point of me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> David Sampson, this has been an absolute honor. You are welcome here anytime, man. Really? We, we, there's a billion other questions we have, and, and anytime you want to uh, roll through.
0: I would
1: like to come back. I just would prefer to start on time. Next <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well you know Let's why we
0: didn't. Well, okay. We'll start on time, but we'll put it in the calendar. Watch. Uh, handball video. <laughs> like that's okay, that, then that's that's we'll always do we show. do it with every guest, David, don't <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, David Sampson He's uh, a lefty uh, <laughs>
1: actually,
2: do not disrespect lefty <laughs> women like that. Uh, uh, nothing personal uh, with David Sampson. Uh, obviously it, it's on the the obviously you can look up the podcast but on the Levitard uh, network and then everyday
0: uh, live too, 8 you also m. you make a bunch of guest appearances not only on Levitard but I also see you on CNN uh, Fox of, and CBS, I yeah. do a bunch CBS, of things. Yes.
1: Overexposed, some
2: people would say. Legend <laughs> in the game, you, you are... Uh, it's interesting, we're, all three of us have been uh, slighted by Dan Levitard in some way. <laughs> I got called a gas bag yeah. uh, on there, so
1: we all well, have, I haven't been
0: slighted. You haven't been slighted, no.
2: not yet. but
0: he, yeah, he just doesn't know who I am. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the that. only reason you <laughs> <I> haven't been <laughs> yeah, slighted. So <laughs> he actually <laughs> thought there was, there was a party and I was sending pictures and yeah. we were at to a party together. And it, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Pointed to you and was like, wait, he doesn't work for us, right? (laughs) I said, I think so. Yeah, that's, that's why what I was it. calling. Yeah, dude. he was yeah. watching the feed. There's a special medal. He's like, get
0: away from <laughs> them. Though, no, he's like, so go. Check- he's like, get away from that Dominican baseball player, and I think his janitor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: get- go check out Nothing Personal. Uh, Levitar Show. want Watch- check so out David bad. Sampson. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> you
1: guys are.